0: Because he loved me so, I'm here today. You would never hear me in my right mind, elevate myself above anybody. Because I know that I don't deserve anything, but because of God, he gives me everything that I need. And I am so grateful for that. I also have to um, thank you all for last week. Uh, You all are an awesome congregation, and I truly uh, mean this. I couldn't have asked God for a better group of individuals um, to just show the love that uh, you showed toward me. I am ever so grateful for that. Um, You know, some folk never get a I love you, or if they get it as sparingly, but I got a whole bunch of I love you's. And, 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 and even if y'all was lying, you fooled me real good. So I'm just so uh, grateful for that, and you know, uh, you know, you know when you're getting older, when instead of on your birthday, you turn up, you turn in. <laughs> but I'm just thankful to God that I was able to spend some time with you, spend some time with some family and um, All I can say is God is good all of the time. I want to talk about repentance. Repentance. Some kind of way, repentance gets lost. And a lot of times people believe I'm sorry means I repent. But they are truly two different things. As a child of God. One of the things that we have to know about. Is repentance. Because none of us can be saved. Without it.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: I was thinking I was. In my office and. I started thinking about how people have trouble just saying, I'm sorry. It takes a lot out of folk. Even when they know that they're wrong, it's hard for people to say, I'm sorry. Those are two difficult words. But it's more challenging for people to say those two words when they're in the right. And somebody have wronged them. As a child of God, sometimes we might have to humble ourselves and apologize, although we didn't do anything wrong. I want you to turn over to a scripture. You probably have read it before. If not, you're going to read it today. First, Peter, I want to show you something. Every now and then, we have to break some chains and destroy some walls and bring them down because as Christians, although we are saved and we're covered by the blood of Jesus and we worship and we pray, every now and then we may have a temporary setback. We're human just like everybody else. Amen. I want to show you something in the Bible First Peter The second chapter And the 19th verse The Bible says what
1: For this is commendable Now watch this For this is commendable Keep reading If because of conscience toward God Because of conscience toward God One endures grief
0: If one endures grief
1: Suffering wrongfully Suffering wrongfully For what credit is it if when you are beaten for your faults, you take it patiently. But when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, this is commendable before God. Now,
0: I wanna talk about this because some folk ain't talking to one another. And when I say that, I'm not talking about in here. They're like, oh, Brother Kenzie found out we are again. That's not what I'm talking about. Some of us have cut folk off. And maybe they deserve to be cut off. We cut them off because they ain't acting right. Y'all gonna say amen to that, huh? But I want you to know the devil will use you in a very negative way So that he can have his way with you. It's understandable that these individuals or this one person or however many it may be. True enough, they may be wrong. But I know you've heard the saying, two wrongs don't make a right. I want to show you something. Before you can continue to claim to be a child of God, one of the things that you and I have to do is get rid of the pride. Man, pride is a monster. We will get in the car and avoid the block that somebody lives on. Just so we won't have to blow the horn when we see them you with me Sean but we're children of God we come to worship all the time don't let us get a good cut that we're singing we're going to stand up we may run but we can't bring ourselves to go to somebody and say hey listen I don't really know what happened and it doesn't really matter what happened all I know is God blessed me God blessed you I'm a child of God, and if there's anything that I have done to cause you to feel any way but good, I want to say, I'm sorry. Even if you know in your heart you did nothing but help the person, that doesn't matter. And I'm going to show you why it doesn't matter. God expects more. From you and I. And the reason why he expects more out of us. Because we have Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit. We have him. People who don't have God. They don't have nobody but themselves. And the Bible says that a fool. Is always right. In his own mind. If you. Find yourself arguing with a fool you are gonna lose because a fool ain't just what they do a fool is who they are are y'all understanding this i need you to come with me today being a child of god sometimes we have to take one for jesus i want you to look back at verse number 19. first peter chapter 2 and verse number 19. there are three key words That I want you to see in this verse.
1: For this is
0: commendable. For this is commendable.
1: Keep going. If because of conscience toward God. Now,
0: the three words that I want you to look at is conscience toward God. Do you see those three words? What that means is, if I come and say I'm sorry, although I may not have done none, or even if I did do something, doesn't matter. If I come back and I apologize, I'm doing it not because I'm weak. I'm doing it not because you don't want to speak to me anymore. You don't want to have anything to do with me anymore. I'm doing it because I have a conscious toward God. The thing that we got between each other is minor. Because I'm looking for something major. So because I have a conscience toward God, I don't mind coming back, humbling myself, saying I'm sorry. Sometimes, church, we have to decrease so that our brother can increase. Are are you getting this here? Now, I want you to look at this because some of us, we're going to have a breakthrough. You've been walking around with rocks in your jaws for a long time. And and you know what? Maybe you are right. Maybe you were done wrong. Some folk don't care about being angry. Some folk will wake up in the morning. You say, good morning. What's so good about it? But what I'm trying to tell you is, by you going back and apologizing, that doesn't make you a weak person. That means that you are glorifying the Father. You're showing God. You gave me the indwelling Holy Spirit, and I'm going to activate it. I'm going to act out of my nature. Because we're naughty by nature. The nature in man says, if you don't want to talk to me, that's good, because we don't have to talk to each other. But the God in us, the Holy Spirit in us, wants us to be cool with people. And I'm talking about people who want to be cool with you. Let me just put a disclaimer here. Now, I, 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 oh, how can I say this? There are some folk who just ain't going to act right. That's why the Bible says, if possibly, live peaceably with all men. See, some people you can't live peaceably with because they don't have no peace in themselves. But what I'm trying to say today, quit thinking that you are weak because you are apologizing. You're not weak, you're doing something because you have a conscience toward God. In other words, you're apologizing because you care about how God feels about the situation. Some people are simply mean. I've met people that sometimes I feel like they should have been born a dog. <laughs> <laughs> mean. Growl. You cannot expect for these people to acknowledge you. When you say I'm sorry, I got to prepare you for this because you're going to go back and say, I can't stand Brother Kenzie. I went there, I did what the Bible said. I went and said I was sorry and they cussed me out. I ain't doing nothing. To understand what I'm saying. Just because you say I'm sorry, that does not mean that the person is going to accept your apology. But I need you to understand, church. If you did me wrong and I have to suffer wrongly because I didn't do it anything to you or if I did you wrong and I come back and apologize I want to tell you something it's on you if you don't accept my apology as long as I say I'm sorry and I mean it truly from the heart I repent to God if you don't forgive me we still scooby doo because you don't have a heaven or a hell to send me to are y'all following me today Everybody is not going to accept it. Some people are mean and bitter. And let me tell you something. There are some folk who have problems that's deeper. These problems are deeper than your issue with them. The way they project themselves, the way they come out, it appears that they're angry with you. But what you don't know is they have some deep-rooted, embedded problems that are not even attached to the thing that you guys are going through because they're so bitter, everything is nasty. And let me tell you something else. Quit thinking that you are a qualified doctor (laughs) to be able to diagnose everybody's problems. Some folk have problems that are too deep for your understanding. And when that happens, leave those individuals to God. Don't just give up on them. You may not can go to their home. And and you may not have a relationship like you want to have with them. But what you can do is get on your knees and pray to the Father for those people. Because although they may not be cool with you, they still have a soul. Are are y'all with me today? Don't allow what people think of you. To stop you from using what God gave you. You know being a child of God is something else. You know when God blesses us with an automobile. We say won't he do it? Won't he will? You know when we get that surprise check in the mail. We'll do the happy dance all before we get to the house. We're happy. Won't he do it? Won't he will? But what about when you got to humble yourself? It's the same God, the same one that delivered that check, the same one that gave you a good health report, the same one that watched over you all night while you slumbered and slept, the same one that helped you to avoid an accident that you didn't even know that was going to happen and you was only one car away from being hit, the same God. What happens when you got to give him the glory by humbling yourself to people who don't like you? you say Sean I know we ain't been where we need to be I just want to say brother I'm sorry and why can't you say won't he will won't he will why why doesn't that make you happy see God is not the lotto a lot of times folk don't get happy unless monetary blessings flow through their hands but the power just to forgive people just to say I'm sorry and mean it that's power that you don't have on your own I want to tell you something church many people are walking around with a hump in their back (laughs) because they're carrying so many burdens what they don't know is sometimes a simple I'm sorry I don't want us to be like this. I want us to be cool, Ed. I want the old Ed back. That will relieve us, release us. Some of us, we can't even think straight because we got stuff on us that we cannot handle. Amen. Amen. Give that stuff to Jesus.
1: Amen. 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 Say it, brother.
0: You know, I have been in situations in the church I ain't gonna tell you where I was but I was in the church house around church folk and one of the preachers shook everybody's hand on the stage but man. but one day that preacher was in trouble and I was one of the first ones to run to his aid. It's not to brag, but it's to let you know God has been too good to me for me to walk around with my mouth all turned up. You know, first of all, I, 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 I think I'm cool. And if my mouth is all messed up, I got frowns all in my face, I I can't be me. I told you last week, you know, I'm living my best life. I can't live my best life being pissed off at everybody. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Some things you got to let go so you can continue to flow. It doesn't matter what folk think of me. But what matters is how I feel about. I can't change how people treat me, but I certainly can change how I treat individuals. I've been in situations like that. And let me tell you something. You want to hear something weird? I needed that in my life. Sometimes you need somebody to diss you. Jesus said, whoa, if everyone speaks well of you. Sometimes we need some things to happen in our lives to humble us so we can realize we're still a simple child of God. I want to shift gears because I'm going somewhere. I want us to turn to 2 Corinthians, the seventh chapter. Dion, look like you're already there. I got your back. I want to show you why it's so important. To be able to say i'm sorry sometimes when people look and think about i'm sorry they just think about i'm sorry dion i'm sorry jeff i'm i'm sorry sean they look at i'm sorry just as individuals but i'm sorry goes deeper than that i want to show you why it's so important as children of god to be able to say i'm sorry and not only able to say it but to mean it when you say it second corinthians the seventh chapter the tenth verse the bible says what
1: for godly sorrow, for
0: godly sorrow, what does it do? Produces repentance. It produces repentance. Go back and read it again.
1: For godly sorrow, for
0: godly sorrow, produces repentance. It
1: produces repentance. Keep going. Leading to salvation. Leading to salvation. Not to be regretted. Not to be regretted. But the sorrow of the world. But the sorrow of the world produces death. Produces death. Folk can say,
0: I'm sorry. I said it. I'm sorry. Now you know that person ain't feeling that. That's worldly sorrow. Mm. You saying you sorry because I caught you. Had not I seen you, you wouldn't have said nothing. But godly sorrow is deeper. You got to be a child of God to understand this. Godly sorrow is courteous. If I do you wrong. I'm not just thinking about you when I go home. I'm thinking about what I did to the Father. You're a child of God. And I dissed a child of God. Godly sorrow says. I'm not only sorry for what I've done. But I have transgressed against the Bible. Which means that I also dissed God. And I'm sorry. Not that. A person is just so special that they're going to make me come back and say, I'm sorry. I'm not just saying it because of who the person is. I'm saying it because of who God is. Why? Because I have a conscience toward God. Even when you didn't do anything to the person. They would look at other folk because you know folk got, people like to get a group of people behind them, even when they're wrong. They get a group of wrong folk behind them. I call them the nut loaf group. And what people do is they would get folk and say, "You see, he came back. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. What he said he' gonna oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm sorry." <laughs> now, when people hear that, it makes Man, well, you know what? I wish I had known they was gonna say that. I never would have said I'm sorry. That's not godly sorrow. Godly sorrow says, even if you don't accept my apology, I'm repenting first to God. God, I'm sorry for acting crazy knowing that I'm wearing your name. Godly sorrow produces repentance. How can a person repent of something when they don't think they're wrong? Do you understand that? Have you ever seen a person, their wrong is two left shoes, but they say, I'm right. How can a person repent of something that doesn't make them feel sorrowful? Do you know how hard it is to say I'm sorry and mean it when you ain't sorry? Let me break it down. See, this, see there's, some hard, there's some tall walls here. This is a, this is a major subject very major because think about it in order to even become a Christian the Bible teaches us that we have to repent and be baptized just not baptized but we have to first repent we're going to talk about that just a little later maybe like 10 minutes from now but this is what I want to show you godly sorrow is simply me being who I am in Jesus Are y'all understanding this? I'm not weak because I'm coming to you. But I'm exercising my faith that I have in God and I'm going to say I'm sorry. Being a Christian sometimes make us feel weak because we always the one that have to come back and say I'm sorry. We're the ones that have to say I love you when folks say I can't stand you. We're the ones that got to go in our pocket and give somebody five dollars when they had ten dollars and wouldn't give you a dime. We're the ones that have to say oh don't worry about it. I know you told me that you was gonna pay my 250 dollars back and, and 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 now you've been dodging me for 15 years and and you act like you don't know who I am. Don't worry about it. Don't don't just just forget it. We're the ones that have to do that. Why do we do that? It's not because we have good jobs. We have jobs just like the heathen has. But what does it mean? It means we have our conscience toward God. That means, Sister Patricia, the reason why I can get over what you did to me is because I know who God is. But folk who don't know who God is, and I'm not talking about know his name. I told you some folk think Jesus Christ is, Jesus is his first name and Christ is is his last name. But I'm trying to tell you just because a person says they know God, that doesn't mean that they know God. God is love. God is all about forgiveness. And if I want to be a true child of God, I have to learn how to say I'm sorry when I'm wrong and when I ain't. And I also have to accept the fact that you don't want to have nothing else to do with me. And I got to be cool with that. Mike, I'm not going to come back and take my apology away from you because you're acting shady toward me. You know why? Because my apology was deeper than you, Mike. My apology went to God first. Why? Because you can't save me. What makes me say I'm sorry? Not because you start crying. Some folk like when you cry. They will turn and twist the knife in your back when they see tears. Look at you now. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. Look at, them. Look, at them. Look at them. They like to see you cry. They like to see you in a fetal position. That is not why. You go back and say you're sorry. You go back and say you're sorry. Because you want to go to heaven. And you don't want nothing to stand in your way. When you meet Jesus on that day. Where there is no conviction. There will be contradiction. Where there is no conviction. There will be contradiction. That means. If I'm not convicted, I'm sorry doesn't mean I'm sorry. It means I'm saying I'm sorry because I believe it's the right thing to do. But when I'm convicted, you don't even have to apologize back. You don't even have to say, I accept your apology. As long as I can get it out, when I'm convicted, I just want to say, Lord, I did what you told me to do. I'm going to take this burden that I had on my back for years. I'm going to get rid of it. I'm tired of walking around with it. Some of us got monkeys on our back. Let that monkey go and swing somewhere else. (laughs) Some of us, we've seen people make the same mistake over and over and over again, not realizing that the reason why they continued... To do whatever it was that they were doing. Contrary to God's word. Was because they were truly not sorry. Let me bring it closer. They didn't have godly sorrow. To have godly sorrow. We have to establish a relationship with God. I want you to think about a sin. Not too hard. Because I don't want you to go do it. But think about a sin that so easily beset you. Are you sorry? Let me make it plainer. If I go out and do something wrong that I love, do you think I'm sorry? What you think, D? I'm gonna tell you. Some of you looking at me like, huh? You heard me. You know, we don't hear nothing when somebody say something that get us, huh? Huh? What is that, huh? We get so hoarse, huh? When you do something that you love, although it's wrong, you ain't sorry, you happy. So what gives me that godless sorrow? I got to have a relationship with the Father. I have to break myself down in front of God and say, Lord, I like this. But I need you to take this away from me. Some folk don't even know what it means to struggle with a sin. Because they give in. Let me tell you something. When you struggle with a sin... It'll bring you to tears. Some sins will make you lock yourself up in the house. And don't want to go outside. Godly sorrow means that I gave my life to God. I asked God to help me and I failed him. And I'm sorry. It doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect, Houston. Houston. The thing that you like to do, that you ask God to remove from you, that you slipped up and did again. It doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. But what it means is when you do it, you're going to go back and apologize to God. Why? Because you have a conscience toward God. When you don't have a conscience toward God, that means you live life to the fullest for yourself. Do y'all understand this? And let me tell you something. Doing something wrong and then saying, I know I ain't right. I know I'm a work in progress. And ain't nobody perfect. I don't know nobody perfect but Jesus Christ. That ain't nothing. Are we teaching pretty good here, class? It's about repentance. And let me tell you something. I'm not here to act like that. I'm just so great. I told you, you'll never hear me in my right mind talk like that. Because God, has, God knows that I have some things that I have to continue to think about. I'm keeping it 100. You'll never hear me say because I'm a preacher, I, I walk on water. If I walk on water, it's because somebody pours some on the ground and I'm able to do it like this. people don't understand repentance and that's why I'm talking about it today repentance is not going out and doing something that you want to do that's contrary to God and they say Lord I'm sorry that's not repentance repentance is when I say Lord I'm sorry and I mean it and I change my ways
1: amen. Amen.
0: I turn away from what I did I don't want to live that life no more amen I'm going to tell you something that happened to me a couple of times in my lifetime, and you, you, you've maybe, maybe you've never had this happen, and, and, and when it happened to me, it freaked me out, because I didn't know where it came from. There were some blessings that God gave me on separate occasions, and yeah, I know God blesses us all the time, but I mean, these blessings just stuck out, and when I thought about what he did, I just bursted into tears. You know why I cried? Because I knew I did not deserve it.
1: Has that ever happened to you? Amen. Amen. When
0: God has blessed you in abundance and you're like, yeah, I'm happy, then all of a sudden you cry because you say, Lord, I know had you gave me what I deserve, I would come up short.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: But what it helped me to realize was. You didn't forget about God. You still have a conscience toward God. You need to get all the things in your life that are contrary to God. You need to get them right so that when God bless you, although, yes, we'll never be worthy, but you know what I'm talking about. God blesses us in spite of who we are. Some people say, I need a fresh start. I don't like the U.S. and I don't like Trump. I'm going to another country. I'm going to get my life right. Don't fool yourself. You're going to start the same mess you was doing here in Lansing. When you get on the plane to fly wherever you headed. You want to know why? Because you can't hide from yourself. Because everywhere you go, there you are. It takes more than a fresh start or a New Year's resolution to repent. It takes God to repent. We need God's help. We can't do it without the Father. You remember, that was a story in the Bible... About a gentleman named Simon. Who used sorcery to trick people. And you remember when he saw that the laying of hands by the apostles what it produced. He wanted some of that too. I want you to turn over to uh, Acts the 8th chapter. We're just going to read a couple of verses over there. Acts the 8th chapter. Acts chapter number 8. Just look at verses number 21 and 22. Acts Chapter number eight. We talk about Simon. The Bible says what?
1: You have neither part.
0: Peter said, "You have neither part nor portion. Nor portion
1: in this matter. This
0: ain't none of your business. You talking about where can you get this from? This ain't even none of your business. Keep going.
1: For your heart is not right in the sight of God. Now, this
0: is the part I wanted to bring out. When we do what we want to do, our heart is not right." In the sight of God. So how can I repent. Without having an adjusted heart. Y'all ain't getting this out yet. If my heart is tainted. Even if I say I'm sorry. You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back and do the same thing. So, yes, we have to learn how to say, I'm sorry. But more importantly, we have to learn to ask God, Lord, cleanse my heart. Because this sin is deeper than something that I'm just doing. It's embedded in my heart. When I get up in the morning, I'm thinking about it. While I'm at work, I talk about it. On my way home from work, it's on my mind when i lay down to sleep it's on my mind and, and this is why i want to bring this out a lot of times when we come uh, uh, in the in the house of god into the building a lot of people uh uh uh, uh try to, to to impress other folk lansing ain't that type of place that's like going to the hospital knowing you sick trying to impress the doctor that makes no sense Some folk don't know what repentance really means. I know I'm wrong. You remember, Jeff, I know you remember this. Back in the day, the, the whole church, and some of y'all remember this too, they used to have confession. Folk, come down. They pass the mic. Brother and sister, I say, and ask God to forgive me in the church, pray for me. Brother and sister, I've sinned. ask God to forgive me in the church, to pray for me. Brother and sister, I've sinned. ask God to forgive me in the church, pray for me. Brother sister, I say, ask God to forgive me. <laughs> Everybody said the same thing. Y'all know where I'm coming from. Some of you old schoolers. And we didn't even really realize what we were saying. Brothers and sisters, I've seen, ask God to forgive me in church prayer. What about repenting from it? What about repenting for it? Repent means, hey, I ain't going to do it no more. It's just like if somebody come to me and boom, still on me. Don't try that. But if somebody said, boom, still on me. And then say, I'm sorry. Then come back. Boom! Still on me. And say, I'm sorry. That's a problem. You understand what I'm saying? That's a problem. I need you to repent of that thing. What does that mean? I don't need you to hit me no more. Stop saying I'm sorry and stop hitting me. The same way with Jesus. Jesus. Just because we do what we do when we want to do, how we want to do it and say, I'm sorry, that doesn't mean we repent. And a lot of folk who don't really understand the word of God believes because they stood up and said, Lord, I'm sorry, I I, I repent. They even said, I repent because they said it doesn't mean that you repent. Repent means, Lord, I'm going to stop. And Andy, to stop something you love it may break you down, bro. Read, Brother Dion. where you at, 21? Read.
1: 22.
0: 22, go ahead.
1: Repent therefore.
0: Look what he said. He told him, what did he tell him first? He said, first he said, your heart ain't right. Mm -hmm. Y'all see this? He said, your heart is not right. You need to work on getting that right. Then he says what? Repent therefore. So we gotta understand this. I don't don't wanna uh, rush over this. Put a quarter in the meter, D and I'm going to come back to you. Mm -hmm. We first have to realize that our problem ain't everybody else's problem. The reason why I did it, it ain't ain't because you, no, it it ain't. I, I did this because, no, no, it ain't. You did it because you wanted to do it. Like folks say, well, you know, my daddy was an alcoholic and my mama was an alcoholic. That's why I'm alcoholic. No, you are alcoholic because you like to drink. I wish I had a witness up in here. What I'm trying to get you to understand is before we even think to say I'm sorry and think to say I, I repent, we have to realize that we have to realize that our heart ain't right. And you remember in Jeremiah, the Bible says that the heart is the most deceitful among all. So what does that mean? Your heart will tell you, just say, I'm I'm sorry. God will forgive you. Yet God will forgive you. But we need to repent. Which means to turn around. Which means to turn away from where I was. It's more than saying I'm sorry. It's more than saying I repent. It's an action. I'm not going to do what I did. I'm gonna try very hard not to be that person not to do that thing although I love it Peter told Simon he said first you need to realize you ain't got no business asking what you asking just like we can be told you ain't got no business doing what you're doing then he said your heart is not right in the sight of God in other words even if you say, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, my bad. I shouldn't ask that. Your heart is wrong. Because what you said came from your heart. How can you repent when what you really want to do is embedded in your heart? God needs to perform open heart surgery on us so we can repent properly. What did he say, Dion? Repent
1: therefore. He said, repent therefore. Of this your wickedness.
0: Of this your wickedness.
1: And pray God. And pray God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you.
0: We need to ask God to forgive the thoughts that are in our heart. Amen. You know, I was sharing with my Wednesday night Bible class, and um, and we keep it real, you know, because I tell them some battles and some struggles. You know, I have been praying to God and seeing. Popped in my head. Amen. I'm real. Where'd that come from? I wasn't thinking about it. You know where it came from? My heart. Just because you're praying, that don't mean your heart be like, okay. <laughs> What's in your heart is in your heart. That's why you today. We have to constantly ask God, please clean up my heart because wherever my heart is that's where I'm traveling the heart you know what keeps you Dion, from repenting your heart because in your heart you feel you right I ain't going back to Lavelle skip him with his law talking self anyway (laughs) but if your heart was filled with God. And God's love. You will be convicted. That you did God wrong. And that would make you pick up the phone. And say hey man. Let's call it square. Whatever happened. Ha- blame me. I'll take wrong. I'm wrong. Why? Because the heart is different. Are y'all getting this? See, this is stuff that the devil don't want you to know. You know, when you, re- when you say, well, I repent, you have to ask God to clean up your heart, not just your tongue. It's sort of like a person who's musty. I, I got to use examples that we... Can relate to You musty And you keep thinking about Cleaning yourself up I ain't gonna be musty like this no more This is it I mean this is it Everybody, everybody smell my arm? This is it I ain't gonna be musty like this no more Do you know how you gonna continue to smell Until you clean yourself up Musty <laughs> Y'all know I'm telling the truth Folks act like they don't get musty up in here But you know what I'm saying You gotta clean that up And you can tell when some folks Try to cover that up Some folks say well I ain't got time To wash that up I must just spray some cologne Now you smell like Must and cologne Y'all know what I'm saying t- Am I telling the truth of And you know what? That is a distinct smell. It's a distinct smell. That's when you look at somebody and say, you know you ain't right for that. (laughs) But it's the same thing when we're just saying I'm sorry and our hearts are not clean. We got to clean it up. How? We can't do it. God has to do it. I'm almost out of here, y'all. We should, have, we should get into the habit of apologizing and repenting as soon as something happens and it registers in our mind that it ain't right. Because the longer you hold on, the harder it's going to be. If you haven't deduced this by what I've been saying already, I'm just going to bluntly tell you that repentance is more challenging than saying I'm sorry. But we need to do both. They go hand in hand. We need Godless sorrow and repentance. Many people backslide simply because they just ain't sorry. A little while after the incident is over, They'll find themselves back to their normal selves. Church, it takes prayer. And it takes practice to accomplish this. But I want you to know that repentance is something that we should never take lightly. It is very serious. Because it's the way that we go back to God. And I'm talking to Christians. Because if you're not a child of God. You need to do more than repent. You need to be baptized. For the remission of your sins. So you can get in. God affords us. The opportunity to repent. Once we're in. Once we get in. We can repent and we can go back to him. If you're not in God. Who are you going to go back to? Because you said I'm sorry. And I ain't going to do this no more. And let me just tell you this. Just so you know. Even if If you are not a child of God, if you haven't been baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sin and you stop doing everything that you were doing that was wrong, you still ain't right. Because you must be baptized. I want to show you something in the Bible. Turn over to Revelation chapter 2. We're almost done, Brother Dion. While you're turning there, I'm going to tell you that Jesus said, except you repent you shall likewise perish now I want to show you how God is in our lives when I read this this was just it just resonated with me Uh, Revelation chapter 2 and verse number 21 and and it's not so much of the specific sin but it's how God works Uh, Revelation 2 and 21 the Bible says what?
1: And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality.
0: He said, and I gave her time to repent of... Go
1: up to 20. Who are we talking about? Go up to 20. Jezebel. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. I have a few things against you. Keep going. Because you allow that woman, Jezebel. Okay.
0: So you allow Jezebel. Keep going.
1: Who calls herself a prophetess. Call herself
0: a prophetess.
1: To teach and seduce.
0: She was teaching folk and seducing them. Keep going.
1: My servants to commit sexual immorality... And eat things sacrificed to idols
0: That's something else there ain't it Now watch this Watch watch what he says Keep going
1: And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality
0: That's where I want to go God gives us time To repent But we have to use that time wisely You don't know what I'm talking about do you I'm going to show you what I'm talking about right here If you think That you're going to die before you get out of this building. Raise your hand. Nobody? My point. We all think we got time. We think we got time. Nobody raised their hand. And nobody got control over death. But God said I gave her some time You know why she didn't repent Because it wasn't in her heart To repent That's why some folk who were raised in the church You go talk to the man Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah I know about that church stuff man You know what hey hey They get high more than anybody else You can say what you want to say And if that excuse make you feel good Then give yourself a hand clap of praise But let me tell you something God is always going to be right so while we're still alive, God said, hey, I gave Ed some time to repent. I gave Houston some time to repent. I gave Lavelle some time to repent.
1: But what happened? Keep reading. And she did not repent. But she repented. repent. Keep going. Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. In other words, he said, you ain't going to get out of this. Unless you repent. Amen.
0: And you can't repent unless your heart is cleaned up.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Because if it's in your heart to do, you know what you're going to do? You're going to do. Why do you think the Bible teaches us that we ought to love God with all our
1: heart? Amen. Say it, brother.
0: Because if we don't, whatever else is in there, we're going to entertain that too. You know, people say, you know, you know I'm surprised that Sean, he leads Son, he would do that. But the reason why he did it, it doesn't mean that he's just some uh, extraordinary type of person. The reason why he did what he did was because it was in his heart to do. Amen. A lot of folk try to front and flunt and look good on the outside, but they all toe up on the inside. Amen. It's not about looking good when you walk through the door. Folks say, well, you know what? You ought to put on your best when you go to serve God. You ought to have your best heart when you go to serve God. I'd rather be a blue jean wearing Christian than a suit wearing devil. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? See, I want to teach you this because it's the heart. When I said I was sorry, it's more than saying you were sorry. Ask God to clean your heart so that you can repent and don't go back to where you came from. You know. A lot of times people, when they go through stuff, they say, okay, I'm sorry, I never do this again. I mean, I'm sorry. Don't you believe me? I'm a changed person. I always tell people, you don't change like that. You alter your ways, but the real you gonna come back. Your heart has to be changed. You know, I was looking at um, me and my son, we was watching some animal show last night on television, and, and um, he, was, he, he asked a, a, a good question, he said, "Is a zebra. Black with white stripes Or is it white with black stripes I said that's a pretty good question But I think I answered it correctly I said he's white with black stripes But you can paint a zebra White All white Over time Over time Eventually you know what you're going to start seeing Them stripes Why? Because you didn't change him You altered the way he looked A lot of folk, their heart is not changed. They just altered some of their behavior. To have a true change of heart, God has to do it. Whether you are a preacher, a deacon, an elder, an usher, a pew warmer, it doesn't matter who you are. God has to change your heart. And for you to say, I changed, I'm going to tell you what you just did, lie. You can't change yourself. If you can change yourself, why you need Jesus? Why did God send Jesus to die for our sins if we could have done it all by ourselves? We change until we have an opportunity to do what we love to do again. I'm almost done. Somebody say, well, hurry up. I'm about to get out of here, but I got two more points and I'll be done. When I think about repentance, I think about repentance in two different ways. The first way is before Christ, and the second way is after Christ. Our conviction should be deeper after being in the Lord. Sin in our lives should become less powerful after we're in Christ. Now, I'm going to give you two examples. Let's turn over to the book of Acts, the second chapter. In the 29th verse, Acts chapter number two. In the 29th verse, what does the Bible say? Men and
1: brethren. Men and brethren. Let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David. Keep going. That he is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Keep going. Therefore, being a prophet... And knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne.
0: So, you know, this sermon is all about Jesus right now, right? So, so, so those who are hung up on David. Well, just, just to let you know, David is dead. Christ is risen. Do you, do you see this? It's all about Jesus right now. We're going to get good. Keep going.
1: He foreseen this spoke concerning the resurrection of the Christ Keep going that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption Keep reading, this Jesus God has raised up of which we are all witnesses We saw him Keep going Therefore, Therefore being exalted to the right hand of God mm-hmm. and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit keep going, he poured out this. Which you now see and hear Keep going For David did not ascend into the heavens David
0: didn't ascend to the heavens Keep going and he
1: says himself The Lord said to my Lord Sit in my right hand Till I make your enemies your footstool Keep reading Therefore let all the house of Israel know Israel that. we want you to know Keep going Assuredly that God has made this Jesus Whom you crucified both Lord and Christ
0: Now just stop there We're going to read two more verses But just stop there The gospel is preached to individuals who are outside of Christ. The gospel is the death, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus. Now I need you to understand that as Peter continues his sermon he's going to give some instructions and these instructions that he gives They are instructions on how to become a member of the body of Christ. So we know that the audience, those that were in the audience, we know that there had to be some who were not members of the church. Because he says in verse number 37, look at 37. Verse number 37 says what?
1: Now when they heard this. Well, when
0: they heard what? When they heard how Jesus was crucified. When they heard the gospel, when they heard the good news, what happened?
1: They were cut to the heart. They were cut to their heart. It convicted them. Keep going. And said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, of the apostles. What did he say? Men and brethren. Men and brethren. What shall we do?
0: What shall we do now? Keep going.
1: Then Peter said to them. He said what? Repent.
0: Repent. I told you we was going to get back there. Keep going. And
1: let every one of you be baptized. You have to repent and be baptized. Keep going. In the name of Jesus in the name, Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of For sins. For the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And you Spirit. shall
0: receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now let me tell you why I went here. And then we're going to have one more point and I'm going to, I'm going to get out of here like, like vapor. Listen. This repentance is a little different. See when you're in Christ You're supposed to have a conscience toward God But when I'm converting somebody They really don't have a foundation in God They don't really know about the love of God They don't really understand who God really is They don't even understand all that God can do So, the repentance that they know about is whatever you were doing that was contrary to Christ, give your life to Him. Repent. Their repentance is a little different because, again, they're not in the body of Christ. The message is even different. Now, look at the message that Peter was preaching, he was preaching the gospel. So when I think about repentance And I told you I think about it In two different ways One repentance is If you are not a member of the body of Christ You need to come to Jesus Which means that whatever you got in your life That's holding you back from God Let it go and come to him But after you come to Jesus When God gives you the indwelling Holy Spirit That Holy Spirit has to sustain you So that you will maintain your, your Your salvation Are you understanding? Yes, sir. So he wanted them to come and to repent and to be baptized. He wanted them to be added to the body of Christ so that they can start a relationship with God. Now, I want you to go over to Ephesians. I'm going to show you the other form. Ephesians chapter number one. I'm sorry, chapter number five. Ephesians chapter number five and verse number one. It's going to even start off differently. What does it say? Therefore. Therefore. Be imitators of God as dear children. Now you can't necessarily tell somebody that who's not a Christian. Because they have to learn how to imitate God. They have to learn who God is. These individuals are in the body. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. Keep going.
1: And walk in love. Walk in love. As Christ also has loved us. And give it himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Now, I want you to watch how the sermon changes
0: from the simple gospel to how we should live. It's the gospel that gets us in the body of Christ. But we need to hear the message that keeps us there, keeps us saved. Did you not know that some folk give their lives to Jesus and don't even know how to live a saved life? Some folk believe that if they get baptized on Sunday, they can go back to doing what they were doing on Monday. Because they don't understand it. So this message is a
1: little different. Keep reading, Brother Dion. And walk in love. Walk in love. Christ also has loved us and given himself for us. An offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Keep reading. But fornication. Now look what we're
0: talking about now. Now we start to call out
1: sin. Why? You, you're, you're in the
0: body of Christ. I, I need you to think differently. We're not just going to keep talking about the death, the burial, and the resurrection. We've got to move past that so we can teach you how to live. But fornication. Keep going. And
1: all uncleanness. Keep going. covetousness. Keep going. Let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints. Do you see that?
0: He's saying, I don't even want to hear these things being named among you. Why? Because you're different. You're
1: saved. Keep reading. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. Keep reading. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an adulterer, Idolater, keep going. Any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God.
0: Now, the Bible says if you're doing this stuff, you ain't getting in. But if you are doing these things and you want to get in, you know what you got to do? Repent. You got to repent. Amen. This is where we are. Amen. But I want you to see the differences in the messages because. Yes, one message will get us in. We need to know about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. A lot of folk don't even know a lot about God when they come to God. And you don't need to know a whole bunch. You just need to know that, is the, to know that Jesus is the Son of God. He died for your sins. And you need to know that uh, if you be baptized in his name for the remission of your sins, he'll add you to his church and you'll be saved. But now we have to teach individuals how to live. And when we live a certain lifestyle and we fall off the wagon, we also have to teach individuals like we're doing today how to repent and get back on track with God. Keep reading.
1: Let no one deceive you.
0: Don't let nobody deceive you.
1: With empty words.
0: Just telling you some stuff. Keep going.
1: For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience.
0: God will come get you. Keep reading.
1: Therefore, do not be partakers with them. Keep going. For you were once darkness. Do
0: you see that? You were once what? Darkness. darkness. When you obeyed God, you were in darkness when you came to him. It said, he said, but now you are light in the who? Lord. You can't be in light unless you're in the Lord. Keep going. Walk as children of light. For the fruit That's of it. The Spirit. That's it. That's all I need. Walk as children of light. Let me wrap this up. Repentance. If you're not a child of God, you have to hear the word. You have to believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And you have to repent. Meaning that you have to turn your life around and say, look, I want to follow Jesus. True enough, you may not know everything you need to do as a Christian. There may be some things that you should have repented of that maybe you didn't even understand, but you have a willing heart to repent. That's one way I look at it. The second way is you're in Christ. You are a child of God. You've learned more. Now you've gotten all these things from the word of God, and now you need to learn how to live. Being in Christ is not just about, don't do this, don't do that. Don't do this, don't do that. No, you have to tell folk what they can do. Amen. People have to learn how to live in Christ. Amen. So the other side of repentance, or the other way I look at repentance, is after we are in the body of Christ, we repent when we do wrong, when we sin and we come back to him. So who are not really in a relationship with God their conviction may not be as deep as a person who should have a relationship with the Lord what am I saying Ola the way you feel about sin today is different than the way you felt about it a long time ago when you first took on Jesus You understand what I'm saying? Why? Because your relationship changed. So your repentance is a little different. That'll make you fall on your face and ask the Lord to forgive you. Repentance. I told you, it's all repentance, but I just told you two flavors. If you're not in Christ, you need to repent. What that means, I always tell people, this is what it means in a nutshell. If you're here today And you want to become a member of the body of Christ. And if you're shacking, when you get baptized and go home, somebody needs to be packing. Are y'all understanding that? So you need to repent. If you're here today and you're a child of God and you know that you haven't been living right, if you don't feel convicted, It's because your heart ain't right. So you need to ask God to clean your heart. Is this making sense? I can't repent of nothing if it's in my heart to do. I got to ask God, God remove it. And I'm telling you, there are some things that we may have loved to do, but when God get a hold of us, he'll change our lives. There's some things that I may have thought I couldn't live without, and I'm doing mighty fine without them right now. Repentance. If you know you need to repent to God, repent. What does it mean? Again. Tell him you're sorry. Turn away from the sin and follow him. You got beef with somebody? Tell them you're sorry. Don't let that be the, the gatekeeper. Tell them you're sorry. But they're going to think I'm stupid. They're going to think I'm weak. It's okay. But the Bible says it's commendable. Just call them up. Tell them you're sorry. And when you say I'm sorry, say, hey, look, don't, don't, don't tell them, look, I just, I'm just calling you right now. I just want to say that I'm sorry, but, but you know I ain't do nothing though, right? Don't say that. Just tell them you're sorry. Apologize And mean it from the heart. Why are you, why are you apologizing? Because I got a conscience toward God. I don't want to mess up. See, when you get into the relationship with God, you develop some possessiveness. I do not want to mess up this relationship. Do y'all understand repentance today? You got to turn toward God. It's a hard thing to do. Because you got to give up your nature. And take on the nature of God I just wanted you to know this Some of you may have known this Good, it's for confirmation You're on the right track But although you know it That's one thing The Bible teaches us Don't just be hearers of the word But be doers I know somebody here needs to repent today And somebody needs to be baptized today If you're in that situation Either or You're going to have the opportunity to do that Who's in you can start approaching. What you got for us? I really, love I really love the Lord. It's a good song. If you know that you need to repent today, you don't have to come down here and tell folk what you did wrong. Take a step out on faith and just repent. And do your best. Activate the Holy Spirit that God gave you and say, I'm not going to go back to this lifestyle. If you're a true Christian, it's bothering you what you're doing anyway. Right? You can't live in good conscience knowing that you ain't right with God. You can come right now. I want you to stand on your feet. Just stand up. Don't be afraid to walk down and repent. Don't be afraid to walk down and ask for prayer because that's what we do. This is some serious stuff. And remember, if you don't remember anything I said, if you just woke up because you had to stand up, <laughs> remember, I'm sorry. And repentance that not the same. Give it
1: to us, Jeff. I really love the Lord.